Well, Ash, even though we're recording this before we go to Italy. Uh-huh. Italy. This is coming out the day after we get back from Italy. Italy. So I'm going to tell you a fun fact about Italy. Italy. Did you know that tourists toss around 3,000 euros a day into the, what's it called? The fountain? Trevi Fountain. fountain. Uh That's nuts. One of my friends was just there. Who gets that? I'm assuming that goes to the state. I say state. I wonder how many. They have to have laws that you can't just like scoop it up, right? No, you absolutely cannot. I, I'm sure that goes to like the government or like the the taking my care right of now. the taking care of the fountain. What are you doing? I don't know. Guys, um, Taryn has a mood ring and I want it. I know. I'm in love right now. Well, I'm in love and I'm having anxiety. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The moon. Is that what blue means? A moon situation. Well, I don't know because my mood ring. Wait, I'm getting off topic, but I want to talk about the mood ring. Okay. 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 Um, this amounts to roughly a million every year. Really? Isn't that That's nuts? That's wild. I wonder if it goes towards like the conservation of the fountain. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> it literally says um, it's donated to charity. But is well, it there really? We go. Yeah. I, I have like a conspiracy. I feel like that's here donated to charity. I'm like, that's great, but Ooh. like, what charity? What charity? Do we know this for a fact? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I want to know that. Not, yeah, I do know that. I <laughs> just wanted to clarify. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Ashley. That's Taryn. And we cannot wait to get into it again. <laughs> I looked up like, for what? Back again with more advice as we do. Yes, or as we do, as we do, as we do. Um, what was I? I was literally just gonna say something, and then it just flew out of my brain. Oh, let's talk about the mood ring. Okay, yeah. so I got this mood ring in 
when I was in Tahoe, we went to like the little shops and there was like this super cute like hippie store. Yeah. Um, it did something to me. You know sure. what it did? It it reminded me of how like my style used to be uh-huh. because I was really into like vintage, like thrift finds kind of vibes. Yeah. And then now I don't really know what I am. Like I think I dress more for like practicality. Yeah. Like it's very like um, like leggings, baggy shirt, tennies, yeah. like very just chill, which I do like, but I was like, oh my gosh, I need to do this. And then my sister-in-law is obsessed with like Mamma Mia because it was like a, a movie that her and her mom shared. So, so she was like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with this vibe too. So then we both just got in this thing where I was like on Pinterest, like looking up like outfit fashion inspo. inspo and I was like so inspired. I love but, Pinterest for outfit inspo. <laughs> girl. Me too. Yeah. So the mood ring was a purchase from there. And an effort. And it changed my life because I just feel like it is my personality now. But also, I'm always like super fascinated when it changes colors. Yes. Because like when I walked in here, I was in the midst of a panic attack because of my passport. Uh And which hopefully by the time you're listening to this. Hopefully you made it to Italy. (laughs) Hopefully I found it and went. Otherwise, I'm in a very bad depression state and you should check on me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But when I walked in, it was like pure yellow, which when I Googled it, because it didn't come with like a guide, which was annoying. But when I Googled it, yellow, a lot of things said yellow was like anxious. Yeah. But now it's bluish, so I'm in love. Yeah, she's in love. I don't know with who, but I'm <laughs> in love. Anyways, how are you, Anyways, Ash? I'm so good. Um, hopefully you're not sick. Hopefully I'm not sick in the future. No. Future me. Future you is hopefully thriving. Hopefully you made it to Italy and hopefully I'm... <laughs> I'm healed. <laughs> Watch. It's really like I never Don't say it. <laughs> Don't say it. Do not put it out there. Do not put it out there. <laughs> Ash is no longer with us. No. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, okay, sorry. Man. Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> no. No. What? We're manifesting. I did go to Italy. And, and I'm so healed. did Ash. And she's thriving. She's the healthiest she's ever been. <laughs> yeah. So you guys should totally go check out our Italy content. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is either going to be so good or so bad. But oh, no. I love it. I love it. Um, Wait, UA takes Italy. UA took Italy. Took. Took it. Italy. I know. Me, Italy. And, Ash, <laughs> me and Ash are, are always saying like, we need to do more stuff as like UA. Like UA goes here, yes. UA does this. But yes. then, you know, it's hard to do that when one of us is happily happily in love. <laughs> one of us. So are you? Says your ring. Been replay. Maybe he's on his way with myself. <laughs> <laughs> one of us. One time I was like so blue, and I was like <laughs> standing in front of a mirror. Uh-oh. I need Second one of those episode. rings. I need one I'm going to get rings. you one. You know what I want to find? Because it is starting to turn like brassy on the bottom. I want to see if there's like actually like bougie. That's what I want. Bougie mood That's ring. That's what I want. I'm going to yeah. Google bougie mood I ring. I want that. While you talk. So talk about something. Okay. Um, <laughs> I would love to give an update on TV shows. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I started watching The Last Thing You Told Me. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Because of you. Taryn yeah. told yeah, me yeah. to watch it. Guys, it's so, so good. It's on Apple. Um, 
It's on Apple. Oh, yeah, it is on Apple. Yeah, yes. it is on Apple. Yes, it's on Apple. It's so good. You absolutely have to watch it. Um, I. It's a good mystery, but it's not like scary. So it's like you can watch it at any point. Did you? Uh, so I'm not caught up. So I'm not caught up. Don't either. say anything. But did you? What I said did that make sense? It's like it's the definition of just like a slow build. Like yes. it's not like anything super nuts happens right. in the episodes. But the tension is building where you're like, oh, my gosh, like, what is going to happen? Exactly. It's so good. It's exactly. so good. It's very, very good. Highly recommend. Also, there's a new show that came out. I can't remember if it's Apple or HBO. I think it's Apple. It's called Silo. Silo. What's it? Uh, it? It's kind of a dystopian, futuristic okay. uh, show. And it's really, really good. And it's, oh. it's based on, like, this... Uh, these people that live in a silo. And if you don't know what a silo is, a silo is like one of those big giant tins that For they corn, hold right? grain or corn or, oh, okay. or something in. And they live in it? They live in it for like 140 years. They don't know how they got there. All they know is they can't go outside. So it's like this... this, uh, this what do you mean they don't know? Oh, they because they've lived a, for so long they don't yes. know how. <gasps> and they have a like a window that looks outside and outside's like destroyed like it looks like a desert like it's inhabitable is what they say and um they created their own government within the silo and everyone has jobs there's holidays like how big is this crazy it's big it's really big and then there's like this massive plot twist so i i think i'm like three episodes in and it's that's all there is right now so highly recommend you jump on the train okay so so good yeah yeah yeah. i'm on it oh you know what i finally just finished which i don't know I took such a long, I do this all the time. I'll start a show and be really into it. And then I have to wait for the next episode. Yeah. And because I have like ADHD, like squirrel, I'm like, I forget yeah. about it. Like yeah. it has to be immediate or I can't. Yes. Um, uh, oh my gosh. The one with Steve Carell where he gets kidnapped. He's the therapist. Yes. What uh, is it called? Uh, oh shoot. What's it called? Oh. I watched. I watched I that. Yeah. Um. I just finished it. Dang, that did take you a while. And that, that's yeah. weird because those episodes were like half an hour. I know, but it was. I don't think they released it all. They didn't. They all came out. Slowly. Yeah. And so I think like something happened where I like missed when the next one came out, and then yes. I forgot about it. Also, I, I remembered. Oh, the patient. The patient. Mandy the patient. found it. Mandy. Thanks, <laughs> our girl. Um. Yes, the patient out. was really good. I'm also currently watching Succession. I'm mm-hmm. a couple episodes behind. I know season four dropped, but I'm on season four, episode four, I think. Okay. Um, and it took me a while to get into the show. I have a lot of friends that are into film, and they were like, "This is the best show ever." Blah blah yeah. blah. And I was like, "It was kind of like it's kind of like a Game of Thrones thing where you have to like wait it out for yeah. it to get." Wait, good. wait. I'm so sorry. What is the title of it? Succession. Oh, Succession. Yeah. Yes. I, I started it and I got kind of, I was bored. It's a very slow. Yeah. It, honestly, I didn't get hooked until like season two. Oh, okay. I okay. put in a lot I'll, of time I'll, and effort. I'll, I'll try harder. And that's my <laughs> update on shows. I also want to say <laughs> for my birthday last year, Alicia got me a Game of Thrones live symphony orchestra experience ticket. Dude, um, my, literally when I saw you guys post and it said, Ash's birthday or late Ash birthday or something. Yeah. For like a at least thirty seconds, this panic hit me of oh my I gosh, did I forget one of their birthdays? You know Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he DM'd me and said happy birthday, <laughs> and I was like, 
bro. Well, <laughs> yours, yours immediately, I was like, oh, it's not Ashes because it's not Christmas. Right, yeah, But yeah. Alicia's, and then I was like, Taryn, you literally did a post for her about her birthday. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know it just passed. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, my sister got me these tickets for my birthday. Um, obviously, the concert didn't happen until a couple days ago. So we finally went and watched. And in my head, I thought we were watching the Game of Thrones Symphony Orchestra. It was actually an experience. So you like rewatch the scenes that they wrote the music to. I was so in it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like, how epic. Every song that they played was accompanied by like this whole visual aid of the show. That's cool. When they played Hodor, the whole that Aww. whole scene, that whole scene, I was crying so yeah. hard and I was unwell. And I, honest to God, forgot how good of a show it was because it was so long ago. Yeah. I actually want to like rewatch it again. Ugh, I feel like that's such a commitment. It's, it's a so huge heavy. commitment. Yeah. It's a huge commitment, but like also kind of down. So we'll see. But that's my update. Okay. Dang. Um, okay. So, oh, well, I don't, I don't really have a, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I just built a Lego. Oh, I saw. Yeah, I actually, I, so it's, it's up on my channel when you're listening to this, but it's not in reality of me right now. Does that make sense? Because everyone's, we're doing, this episode is for mm -hmm. in a couple weeks, mm -hmm. but I'm hoping to post this video tomorrow. Go check out. So go to my channel. But um, I've, it's, I think you, you actually said something about this in last episode where you're like, I can't figure out my socials like what do i post oh, what's yeah. like i'm i'm stuck in that right now too because one second my video will do like amazing and then i'll post like the same type of content and like three people will watch it so yeah. i don't know what you want from me everyone yeah. i don't know but i i've always wanted to do more like just lego content like i've done a i've done one where i've built a lego while i'm talking about mental health and whatever and I and I love that like I want to do more of that but I wanted to just like test out Ooh. just so, so it's literally the whole video is like me going to buy a Lego set and yeah. then it's like a montage of me building and then it's like whatever yeah. so I'm 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 excited to see how it does part of me hopes it does really well because yeah. I can transition into like doing more of that but it's just so hard. Even like I was talking with my manager the other day and it's like, I'm so spread out. Like it's like mental health and Legos. Like what, you know right. what I mean? Where's the middle? So yeah. it's hard. I sh it's hard for apparently for brands to understand who I am. Right. <laughs> I don't even know who I am. So everyone <laughs> needs to just chill. Um, yeah. So, but I'm excited to see, hopefully this does well. Yeah. But if you have time, if you go just like watch it a few times, if it has like a thousand views. Yeah. <laughs> just to pity me. That'd be great. Also, while you're at it, do your due diligence and yeah. send our podcast to your friends and yes. family like you're supposed to do. This was your first assignment. Wow. You didn't do yeah. it. I need you to step up and do better and send this do out to your friends better. and family. Okay. Yes. And that. then also while you're at it, give us a review. Give us a couple stars and a, a happy, fun little comment with yeah. a note for Taryn. Yeah. Sure. For me. <laughs> Thanks. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Should we get into it? Yes, ma'am. All right. This one um, is titled The Camping Garbage. What does that mean? I don't know. Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, is this like a human human garbage? <laughs> is it like trash garbage? <laughs> Those are the only two I know of. <laughs> uh, this person wants to be anonymous. They write, hey, ladies. Hi. I am 24 from Toronto, Canada, and an Enneagram 9 wing 1. She's me. Oh, yeah, she is you. I just wanted to preface this by saying how much I love the pod. I've been watching for all four years now, and it's my favorite thing to listen to while I do puzzles. Oh, interesting. I've never never done a Lego and listen to pod. I've never even thought about that. Because you can't really watch anything. I usually just put, like... Music? If I'm building a Star Wars one, I put, like, episode four on. If I'm like uh, doing just a random one, yeah. I'll put like Modern Family on Got or like something. But yeah. I, that's smart. Podcasts would be smart. I was inspired to write this, tearing it up because of a previous one about a flaming diva cup. <laughs> Remember that one? Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Wait. So this inspired her to write okay, it. Okay, but this isn't the one who wrote it. No. Okay, okay. I got confused for a second. So to take it back many years, the situation happened to me when I was maybe seven or eight years old, and me and my family went camping. But not that glamping that everyone does nowadays. I'm talking pitching tents, feeling, filling, filling, filling coolers (laughs) with ice and cooking breakfast on barbecues. It was the day we were supposed to leave and everyone was tidying up and taking down the tents. My mom tasked me with picking up some wrappers and tissues that were found around the campsite and said that I can put them in the fire pit that we had all lit at that time. In my head, that meant that the fire was now the garbage. 
<laughs> the orientation of this campsite was very long horizontally, so the campfire was quite far away from where you were cleaning up. Then she handed me an empty small propane tank and told me to put it in the garbage. You're lying to me right now. If this girl throws a propane tank, I'm stupid when it comes to science. And even I know that that's a bad idea. I'm sure you see you see where this is headed. You're lying. So I start. Oh, my God. So I start walking towards the fire with the propane tank in hand and dot, dot, dot. Yep. You guessed it. She writes in all caps. I throw it in. How old is she? If she's not, if she's Seven, above. Okay, okay. I Seven, was eight. like. She goes, I start walking back towards my mom and she says, where did you just put that? I'm thinking mom voice. Where did you just put that? Yeah. And before I could even reply, I hear the loudest <laughs> bang I have ever heard in my short seven to eight year old life. Oh, thankfully, everyone was far away from the fire when this happened. So nobody was hurt. The park rangers had to come and check out the situation, too, because it was that loud. I was so embarrassed. And that's when I realized the campfire garbage is is just not for everything. <gasps> Only something. I'm done. She's so lucky. Didn't it like She's immediately so explode? Like, luckily, it was empty. She said. Yeah. Luckily, it was small. Oh, my god! But, like, luckily, she walked away. Like, a lot of kids will just, like, dilly-dally, but, you know, what? I don't know. She could have taken wow. her time and gotten hurt. It's crazy. That's crazy. She writes, hopefully, this gave you a good laugh because it sure isn't one of my brightest moments. <laughs> XOXO Anonymous. <laughs> At least you were only seven or eight. While yeah. she, like, really was, like, 20 and she just put that to, like, She's cover. like, no one will understand. <laughs> No one will take my side in this. I have to write that I was under 10. <laughs> I'm dead. When you said, um, I'm just picturing a mom voice, you know what video popped in my head? Uh-huh. It's still to this day. Oh, I don't no. even, I don't oh, even that know. That was so loud. <laughs> that, I'm so sorry. That did blast my ear a little bit. Um, I don't remember if it came out on Vine first before TikTok, but I don't, I don't know. know. It's one I, I saw it on TikTok. Where she's like, what do you have? And he goes, I She's like, no, and it's runs like, after him. Yeah, it's this mom videotaping. We should post it. You know yeah. what I'm talking about, Andy? It's this mom taping it. her son running. And the kid's <laughs> running in the he backyard. Also... He's running full speed. And she's like, what do you have? And then he, you see that there's a knife in his hand when he goes, a knife. And he keeps running. <laughs> and then you hear the mom no. go, I'm going to back away. The mom goes, no. And then the, the Dude, video cuts. The whole thing is just so comical, too, because, like, the way he's... You know how little boys run? Like, they're freaking, like, a superhero. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. like, running with such determination, and he just looks at her and is like, a knife! <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so funny, because, like, the classic uh, rule is don't run with a knife. Like, that's what you learn as a kid. So funny. Dude, that video freaking sends me every yeah. time. Uh, so good. Okay. Shall we jump in? Let's jump Lost in. Lost the way Okay, this one is from... Uh... Okay, okay, okay. She wants to be anonymous. Wow, I swear I read this before. Um, okay, it's titled, He's my person, but I don't know how to support him. Is it my problem to fix? That's great. That's like a title and like, hey, while you're reading this, I'm just going to let you know what my question yeah, is. This is, so the main, this is the bullet point. You're aware. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Hey, ladies. Firstly, here's my obligatory admiration intro for you both. My favorite part. (laughs) I came across you guys just over a year ago, and I've been obsessed. The way you articulate yourselves, challenge each other, and us as a community to grow is beyond inspiring. Oh. (laughs) Wow. Guys, I love you. Did you hear me? Wow. Wow. Stupid. No, it was great. (laughs) I'd like to stay anonymous, but you guys can know my name. Her name is... You bleep it. Bleep that sucker out. You're not a sucker. I meant your name, which is beautiful. <laughs> I just needed to clarify in case that makes it in. Okay, I have to confess, I haven't done the Enneagram, but my personality type is a... Can you look this up? Because I don't know. I know I took this test, but I don't remember. Myers-Briggs, is that what you're talking about? E-N-T-J-A. E-N-T-J-A. Yeah. Is someone with an extroverted, intuitive thinking and judging personality. Okay. Extroverted, intuitive, intuitive thinking and judging. So I think they would probably be. Okay, so the judging makes me think and intuitive. It makes me think either one or what's your mom? Six. Right? Isn't that what you would guess? Something like that. And then she's extroverted. Intuitive. So maybe a six wing seven. Maybe. That would be my guess. Yeah. I'm really curious. Can you please take the Enneagram and then let me know if I'm right? Yeah. (laughs) Curious. Okay. So now to my problem. I've been with my fiance for eight years. Jeez. That's a long time. Yeah. We met when when I was 19 and he was 22. That makes more sense. Yep. (laughs) We've been through a lot. We're both from London. That's where we met. But at the time, oh, you know, I'm just going to throw this out there, Anonymous. If you happen to know, I, I, I really have a thing for accents. If you happen to know a hot <laughs> man who's willing to relocate mm-hmm. to Cali. Single. Single. I'm talking like a man. I don't have a, my type is man. He just looks like a man, a dude. Man's man. A man. I just, I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah. If I you lo- have I anybody. I it's a man. Let me know. Remember when it used to be like young guys? Okay. <laughs> I never asked for young guys. They came they to came me. They came to okay? you. Okay. <laughs> so rude. Okay. Um, imagine, though, what if she, like, literally sends me a man and we got married and then I could, like, play this episode at her wedding. Yeah. The whole episode. You're like, like, please be seated. Please be seated. <laughs> okay. Anyways, wow. Okay. Um that's okay. So they met in London, but at the time I was studying in a different city and he was working. So we did long distance for three years. Mm-hmm. Then we moved in with my mom, mom, who lives an hour out of London to save some money as we wanted to buy a house together. Long story short, that didn't go quite to plan and we left earlier than expected. For anyone who's lived with parents with a significant other, you'll get it. And we eventually ended up buying our first home two years ago. Congrats. Okay, she says his name. She doesn't say I can't say it. Okay. Right? Okay. Cameron proposed 18 months ago in the most beautiful way possible. There was a treasure hunt, a trip into London, and a riverside proposal surrounded by our people. Oh, I know. Cute. Sounds magical. Again, if Cameron has a friend. (laughs) 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 We're planning our wedding for August 2024. We would love to come. <laughs> Do you want to go to London? Say oh. less. Okay. Anonymous. I mean, Zero pressure, but. I mean, we've been invited 
invited to weddings before. Yeah. I don't We've know We've been why at I the proposal. Said. Yeah, we have. We helped propose. Yeah. Yeah, we were in it. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, it's on our socials if it you want to go find it. It, it was a beautiful moment. <laughs> okay. Now we have a beautiful life together. But my issue is that for as long as I've known him, he's been a habitual weed smoker. When we mm. first met, I smoked two, but stopped at 21. Now he's 30, and it's literally part of his routine. He comes home from work, does his chores, and in the evening, he goes out to smoke. It doesn't make him any less productive. He cleans, walks the dog, cooks. He's a perfectly functional man. My issue is that it detracts from him dealing with things he's pushed down for years. He's not had the easiest childhood, being raised in council housing, single mom, no dad, and working from the age of 15 to pay the bills because they pretty much had nothing. Which, by the way, council housing is houses or apartments provided by local government at low rents for people who have low incomes. Oh, okay, okay. So ours would be called like low income housing. Okay, okay. Um, But now in his adult life, he's successful, a homeowner, and really broken that cycle. But he still won't stop smoking. He's always said he wants to, and we seem to have tried everything ourselves. He's given it to me to reduce his consumption, sent his money to our joint account to stop him from buying it, even asked his friends to help him stop. But none of it works. He always eventually finds his way back to that routine, but hates himself for not being able to stop. Related to this, the reason we left my mom's is because he had a pretty bad gambling problem. My mom is a very tough love kind of lady and wouldn't stand for it. She kicked him out and at the same time took him to a Gamblers Anonymous support group every week to make sure he got the support he needed. I can't believe I get to say, oh, that's cute. I can't believe I get to say that he's not gambled in over four years. Congratulations. That's awesome. Um, And that's pretty much down to her intervention. I love that she like kicked him out, Uh but then also was like, but get in the car, let's go. Like I'm still, instead of just like, okay, bye, you can't do this, figure it out on your own. But she also was willing to like help support. I think people forget that they can be a loving, supportive person in someone's life, but also be like, you're not, you're done. Like you can't do this, you know, cut you off while still being there. Yeah. Still helping you through it. Absolutely. Now my issue isn't that he smokes. It's his reliance on it. My hard line has always been when we have children, I won't have it around them. I don't mind if he's out with friends or away for the weekend, but as a part of a daily routine, it's a massive no. I know the obvious solution would be a support group, like how he dealt with gambling, but there aren't really any decent ones where we live, and he's not really keen on it. I just don't know how to support him with this anymore. When he tells me he wants to stop and gets upset, I don't feel like he will actually put the work in to change. I hate saying that because I know he's so capable. We've worked through so much already, and I'm so proud of where we are and who he is. This isn't an ultimatum scenario. This man is my soulmate and my forever, and I just want him to be okay. Even if you don't read this, it's the first time I've really said any of that out loud. I'm a pretty private person, and I love you both for creating a platform where this is possible. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Um, I've attached a picture of us, too. Oh. They're such a cute couple, yeah. Love the hoops, girl.
<sighs> this one's so hard. And it's it's funny because I feel like we obviously talked, I think my story last week, we talked about like boundaries and relationships, right? Mm. But this, I feel like this touches on it, but it's it's bigger than that. It's like, what do you, how, what do, you do when you're with someone who has an issue and wants help, but also like doesn't follow through? Because you as their person, want to step in and help them yeah but that cycle of repetition of you know it's like where, when your friend comes to you and is like oh my boyfriend is terrible he did this and this to me and then you sit with her and you have hours of just being there for her and, and helping her come up with like how to get out of the relationship and then the next day she's like oh we're better and then a week later she wants to come and sit with you like after enough times yeah. it's exhausting mm -hmm. as the support person because you're like why am I going to sit here and tell yeah. you all these things when like I already know what's going to happen? Like it's yeah. exhausting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the timing of this is really weird because um, I recently had this conversation with my boyfriend the other day. Uh, I love to sit outside on my balcony at like 6 p.m., 5 p.m., 6 p.m. when the sun's kind of like starting to go down. And so does my neighbors. I have neighbors across the street. And every day at the same time, I'll go outside and sit down and they'll go outside and have a smoke. And I've seen this so many times. I've been there for six mm -hmm. over six months now. And then the other day, uh, my boyfriend uh, was over and we were sitting out there together. And as I was watching them do their normal smoke routine, I was like, oh my God, I don't think I could do that. Like I think, and as I'm sitting there like thinking about it and processing it out loud, I was like, oh my God, I think smoking's kind of a deal breaker for me. And he was like, that's so interesting. Like, let's talk about it. So we had this whole conversation about it. And I think what's weird about smoking specifically is it's not violent. It doesn't hurt anyone. It's not like alcohol where you get sloppy and maybe like make a mess or throw up or, mm -hmm. or get angry. Like it's such a different kind of addiction. It really doesn't affect anyone other than like you smell like smoke. If we're talking about cigarettes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Cigarettes, yeah. Um, but, and like, I mean, obviously it hurts them, like the health things yes, that could come for with sure. It. Yeah, yeah, For sure. It's a very, like, it's only, it's only affecting you 90% of the time, um, unless it's like cigarettes and it's smelling up the whole house. Yeah, and there yeah. is such thing as secondhand smoke and whatever, whatever. But like, uh, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the need. Yeah, the dependence. That feels so like, oh, nothing else matters when you have that one thing. Yeah. And something about that just feels, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Addiction is addiction. It doesn't matter if it's a good thing or oh, a bad absolutely. thing. Like it's an addiction. Yeah. Um, I would qualify my need for coffee as just as bad as a mm -hmm. you know, cigarette. So there's pros and cons. Um, but cigarettes specifically are just so dirty. Yeah. And do I, would that deter me from marrying someone who smoked cigarettes? No. Because you can be a good person, a great person and smoke cigarettes. But it's not preferable. Yeah, yeah. It's not it does, ideal. I mean, it does bleed into your partner's life. It like, does. Like for obviously, like I know we're talking about weed in your your story, but like mm -hmm. you know, like with cigarettes, it's like I have to smell that all the time. Yeah. Like every time I go to kiss you, like I taste it, or I'm I'm dependent on you being in my life to support me. Like. Right not dying from like lung cancer you know what I mean right. so it's there's different ways it affects and I think with weed too like yeah it mellows you out but it still is a it inhibits 
their personality. Like it it changes who you are as a person. Like you're not fully present. You, you are not like, you know, like you're nine to five person when you are smoking and where, where the added thing comes on, which you touched on is that there's a dependence on Mm -hmm. this and it's used to escape. Yeah. So it's it's different. Yeah. It's not recreational on this at this point. Yeah. It's it's a numbing agent. Yeah. And it's, it's just it's like going every day, checking out of work, going home, watching TV for hours and hours yeah. and hours and not living a life. Yeah. It's the same thing. You don't want to deal with your life, so you check out and do something else, yeah. you know. Both yeah. are both are bad. No, absolutely. And I think that's I know a lot of friends of mine that I've watched um I mean, my parents are so lucky because I cannot smoke anything without literally dying. <laughs> so I, I, I don't remember. I think I finally just told my mom this, and I might have talked about this on here. When I turned 18, one of my guy friends was like, oh, my gosh, you can, let's go buy a cigar to, like, celebrate because you can go buy a cigar now. And I was like, okay. Um, my mom literally had to drive me to the hospital the next morning because I was like, I could not breathe. I have, like, a bad reaction to, like, everything. Yeah. So – I've never even been tempted. <laughs> I choose to live and breathe. But anyways, I have watched friends go through different uh, unhealthy relationships with different substances. And it's always once it always starts that rec- recreational thing. I like how it makes me feel. I'm funner when I'm on yeah. it, blah, blah, blah. And then after that, once it turns to the dependence, like, I can't go out and be in public without this. I yeah. can't sit and be with my own thoughts for a long time. I can't, you know, all I can't sleep because I have anxiety. Like, well, uh, I take that back because I know some people need it for like anxiety reasons. But when there becomes the dependence on it yeah. and it becomes to the point where you don't know what that person is actually like without yes. that. And that's where like, the I have a problem starts to like come in a thousand percent. So and it sounds like he is self-medicating through this for sure. Um, I know you mentioned that you can't find a group. But honestly, the thing is, is like he did stop his gambling addiction with intervention. So I feel like it's very clear that like an intervention needs to happen. That's outside of himself because him saying like, oh, take my money, like be in charge of this. Like, I think that shows how serious he wants to do it. But I I still think it's not getting to like the deeper part of it. So I I know you can't find a group, but I would like really work on trying to find something that can intervene. And honestly, if it is tied to deeper trauma that he's numbing, I mean, therapy would be, amazing for that because not only will they get to the depth of it but they're also trained to help people with addictions so I mean even if you can't find like necessarily a support group getting him into therapy getting him into you know that counseling where they can like really like take things apart and figure out like what is at the core of this and how do we like get help there I feel like that could have like a massive impact on it yeah, 100%. A lot of times switching it out with something else is helpful. I know a lot of people that overcame like alcoholism mm-hmm. with like intense workouts. It, yeah. sounds, it sounds so silly, but like when you're struggling 
to breathe because <laughs> the workout's so hard. You're not thinking about alcohol. Like, yeah. you know, like finding something that he could be passionate about or like start a uh, hobby with is a great is a great way to like take the place of something. Yeah. Um, it obviously doesn't have to be killing himself working out, but like a book or a, a, a lit walks, yeah. like a nightly walk before bed instead yeah. of smoking. Um, even like, I'm sure you guys have tried this already, but like, even like, okay, we only smoke on Mondays and Fridays or we, or we only smoke on the weekends or cause I mean, I've smoked, I enjoy it. I enjoy it socially, but like it's the daily need, right? That yeah, we're trying to yeah, cut. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if we kept it only on weekends, is that a doable goal for him? Like maybe there's a way you can sit down and see like, okay, like what feels best? Yeah. If we're trying to cut the daily habit, maybe we only do it on weekends for fun. Cause it's a fun weekend thing and it's not going to affect our nine to five on Monday through Friday, you yeah, know? And you're exercising control and discipline and all of that yeah. instead of like and working towards a goal where it's Wednesday, yeah. we're almost there, you we're know, not doing like cold Turkey, but it's yeah. like, let's like move our way and be or like every other attainable. day. Yeah. I, I do think, too, um, I know, like, your line is, like, when we have kids, but I I feel like, like, starting the journey now is, is yeah. important. It'll because, make it easier when you do have kids. <laughs> yeah, because then, I mean, you don't want him to, like, resent the kids or him to then go into, like, Panic hiding mode. because it's like, oh, well, I, I know this is her hard line. So it's just, I think it's good to to start it now. Um, but I'm telling you the detail that like stood out so massively to me is you saying you think he smokes because he has stuff he hasn't dealt with. So like that, that has to be the priority there because the smoking is just a symptom of something else. Um, and I would, I would encourage you to like also be watching for yourself. Like if you are feeling that like fatigue of like I can't keep doing this and like I don't know how to support you anymore um kind of figuring out ways that you know maybe maybe it's really hard for you to sit and have those like one-on-one -on -one deep conversations but you're really freaking good at like googling and finding a therapist yeah. so like do that but be honest with him too about how it's affecting you mm -hmm. because I think he needs to see that as your partner to know like, oh, okay, this is like too heavy for her. Mm -hmm. um, I need to find other ways to support. I don't believe that in a marriage, you are all each other has. No. <laughs> like I need, when I get married to your friend that you're gonna recommend for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I need my friends in my life. Yeah. I need to go to them for specific things mm -hmm. that I'm not going to go to my husband for. And 90% of the time, I don't recommend your partner be your accountability yeah, no. buddy. Like they can be there to help support and encourage and every day be like, it's hey, babe, heavy. you've got this, yeah. you know? But to come home from a work day, relationships are already hard enough to be homeowners and like looking at a future together, marriage and kids. Yeah, no. And then to also feel like you have to carry your partner through this this time is a, is asking a lot of a person and sometimes yeah. it's resentment's possible come. but like if at all possible i highly recommend he find a friend or an outside person to be the accountability buddy like the way i always relate to this kind of stuff is um workouts like i can't be your coach you should have if you need a coach you should hire a coach yeah i'll be there working out next to you or, or doing my other thing but like i can't force you to the gym a coach can yeah. you know if, if you need someone to like carry you and make you get there 
then you you need to find an outside yeah. partner. Well, because it's gonna feel personal. It's if gonna feel personal if you're his accountability partner. Um, and I definitely have experience of this in like a past relationship, relationship. in my in my life. Um, it's very hard to form that separation of oh, dang, this is your struggle. And yeah. when you fail, like, you're already beating yourself up. Yeah. When, for me, I'm like, we literally had a plan, and you know, like, I'm like I'm your person that you're, like, coming to to be like, oh, I didn't do this, I didn't do this. And then, so if you do it after all I just did for you, it's very hard to not take that personally, and it's yeah. going to bleed into your relationship at its core. So I think finding that separation, being there as a support, but also knowing like it's not your job to fix him. Yes, He needs to fix himself, and you can be a support and a cheerleader on the sideline. Uh, and if there's specific things you can step in, cool, but you should not be the person that's holding his money hostage. Yeah. He's you're breathalyzing him. I don't even know how you check yeah. for weed. But, <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like I I just really would be careful how much of that you take on because yeah. it, it's going to be really hard for it not to become when you choose to smoke, it's because you're saying like freak you to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same reason why my mom couldn't be my drum teacher. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not always like a personal thing. Sometimes you're just too close and sometimes it doesn't work. Like I have seen people make it work and it was very tough and it was very hard, but they yeah. got through it. But no one says you have to do that. No. And for me, like I always wanted to be good at drums, but my mom and I didn't vibe well together with her being like, okay, it's drum lesson time. And I'd be like, no, you know, it was so stupid, but like it didn't work. It just yeah. didn't. It wasn't her fault. It wasn't my fault. The second I got an outside drum teacher, I thrived. Yeah. I practiced. I showed up on time. Like I did everything I was supposed to when it was my mom telling me to do something. Yeah, forget it. It just didn't work. No, absolutely. And it's no one's fault. So I think the answer is an outside accountability partner. Because me telling my mom I didn't practice is one thing. Me telling my drum instructor I didn't practice, he's going to be like, well, why? Yeah. Are you wasting your money here? I'm paying for this. I'm literally paying for his time and I didn't put in time to practice. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Like you're not going to pay for a personal coach to teach you how to work out and then not work out the rest of the week on your own. It's a waste of money. So there is, there is a method and logic behind paying for something, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're a homeowner and you're planning a future together and you're paying X amount of money to go have an accountability buddy for this, you cutting weed and you're not doing your part, then you're wasting your money that could be going towards your future. So maybe there's something out there. I guarantee you there's an online one. If it's not a local one, near you there's got to be something online yeah and I mean he has I think and and I could be wrong but from what I've heard um I think like a lot of the like addiction whether it's like gamblers anonymous alcohol anonymous sex and sex addict anonymous I don't know what the title is for that one um I think foundationally it's pretty similar like it's like steps and you know there's a lot of Cut out their thing, insert your thing. Yeah, so so I feel like if he has that background of going through that with gambling, um, I would really encourage him to like dip into that and like do the work for himself. Yeah, but he can't just expect like okay, like take my money. Okay, now I'm better. Or like, 
figure out something for me. Like, I know he wants to stop, but I think there's a very big difference from wanting to stop and taking actual action action to stop. Mm -hmm. So I think you just bluntly telling him what it's doing to you and making you feel um, is enough. And then, yeah, I think he needs to find a support that's going to, like, work for him. Yeah. But, um, I mean, good luck with everything. And I think... I think I mean I see I see total hope for it because of his success with gambling and him being open and, mm-hmm. and trying already. But I think it's a good it's a good testament to I think sometimes we think oh, you know, oh it's the same like if I get a cold, I go get a Z-pack and then I'm better and I don't have to deal with it ever again. Yeah. It's not like that. It's not like like that. it's more like my my um You know, my freaking tumor that just got taken out. That was cancer. It's like, yay, it's gone. I'm so thankful. But every like year I have to get an ultrasound. I have to get blood tests done. Mm -hmm. I have to monitor because I don't want it coming back. I think it's the same thing for addiction. Like you don't just defeat an addiction and you're done. That's why a lot of addicts say to the day they die, they're an addict. Even if they they have to carry. Yeah, they haven't had a drink for 20 years. They still say they're an addict because- it takes very intentional life uh-huh. changes and practices. So I think for him, it's just going to be a like, okay, like we can't keep doing this like flip-flop thing. We need to like figure out how we can be like sustainable. Yeah. And you telling him, I'm I'm literally going to marry you. I'm yeah. going to have kids with you. I'm banking on you being a solid partner in my life. I can't keep just like waiting around wondering if you are going to go back into are you going to start gambling again? Are you going to start like this addiction again? Like I want to be solid in you. So like, let's do the work to find yep. a support system yeah. that's going to last the rest of your life. A you thousand know? percent. And to put it bluntly, like you're going to have kids with this guy. Like you don't want their dads being a pothead. No, like what if, you know? what if there was an accident? What if um, one of them fell out of their bunk bed, needed to get rushed to the hospital, you weren't there and he can't drive. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's more Things than just- kids. Oh, like you're you're doing this, you're checking out. It's like, no, like there's there's a lot of life things that this could affect if we can't come up with a good way to like have a good rhythm with it, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. So Oof. I'm so sorry you're going through that, but I do see I feel like this is gonna go good. Yeah, yeah. He I sounds think- like a great guy. You sound like an amazing partner. Your guys' relationship sounds very healthy. The fact that you guys have already talked about this, have been dealing yeah. with it. Like you guys seem really solid. So I feel like this is going to turn out really good for you guys. Yes. And we just need to make it an even more open and honest conversation. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. You got this. You got this. That should be our next merch. You, you got, got this. this. Um, wow. Apparently. <laughs> we talked we for almost an hour. about it. But you know what? I think I, I kind of love when that happens organically, like, I mean, what, it's funny because I just talked to a friend of mine reached out about, and I'm sure, I'm sure you've got, do you have a lot of friends that'll be like, hey, yes, tell me about podcasting. Like, how did you get into it? Like, what's your advice? And no joke, and I want to hear what your number one piece of advice is too. No joke, my thing I always say is that you have to go in with a plan, but also, be so open to see like whatever organically happens. Yeah. And that's one thing I love about us yeah. is 
we told I mean our podcast has shifted so much from what we originally thought yeah but also I think we carry that into our episodes like we come in with our stories but I love the episodes where we just like run off on like something a thousand percent yeah because honestly for me I'm like wow that someone is listening and really need like this is for someone like they needed to hear this so I love that we're we both are like that because I feel like that would create so much friction if like one of us was like no we need to like stop we need to do this like there's been so many times me and Ash and it's usually off well we're off mic quote unquote but like we'll look at each other and be like should we just run with this like are you feeling passionate and we'll just like go Go. with it yeah and that's one thing about my partnership like with you doing Uh this that I love I feel like we're always yeah no I agree I I've said this on the podcast before but when I originally wanted to make it I thought it was going to be comedy yeah (laughs) I I love thousand percent thought it was going to be comedy and the way that Taryn just said like oh some this is for someone someone needed to hear this y'all you guys wanted serious like and that was not that was out of our hands and like the way we we created this podcast was that you guys send us the content and we discuss it and do you remember how we used to like avoid I'd be like gosh we keep getting these serious things and we would we would read it and I remember being like oh my god this is so heavy like I want to talk about it but it wasn't what we were going for and I think I was the one more stuck in my ways because I was like no 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 I'm not I don't want to talk about that on the podcast yeah. this is supposed to be lighthearted. this yeah. is supposed to be an easy listen like this is supposed to be casual yeah and comedy like we were specifically in that category and what I what I love is you guys took it in a whole different direction mm-hmm. we still have our comedy flair obviously but like because we're hilarious because <laughs> we're <laughs> so funny comedian <laughs> um but you guys took it in a different way and I I love the way it turned out and it is a direct reflection of one you guys writing in and trusting us with that and then two us being willing to be like okay well I guess we're going in a more serious direction yeah and it's been so fun to watch it grow and change like that no it has been nuts I can like clearly think back to the first time we did a more serious topic I remember we were like talking and I remember asking you like, I don't remember if you sent me a story or if I sent you one. And I remember we were like, should we talk? Like, should we just talk about it? Yeah. And then it was nuts. Like, the the flow of stuff that came in and, and the feedback of everyone being like, oh, my gosh, I needed to hear this. And it was nuts. It, like, it was yeah. not in our control. It no. was, like, all of a sudden, like, y'all took over the podcast. You did. And we're like, no, this is what we want. And, and we've just been, like, literally, I just picture us floating on a lazy river. Yeah. Like, Okay, you want to talk yeah. about that? Okay, going a little turbulent. Now yeah, we're, we're floating. just freaking chilling. I mean, that's kind of how Turn It Up's turned mm-hmm. became a thing. Was yeah, because we still wanted the comedy flair. Yeah, and you guys would send just enough to do like one Turn It Up per yeah. episode. So I was like, okay, well, let's do a so funny cool. segment so we still have the comedy yeah. and then serious because you guys wanted yeah. to talk serious. So um, I love it. I love it. Uh, the message to be taken away from that is to <laughs> be nimble be open. and float mm-hmm. and go with the flow and just don't be stuck in your ways because you never know what something could be. Absolutely. A little ways down the road. Absolutely. I agree. Uh, you want to close us out with a dad joke? I would love to. With Ew, something joke. scary is on my computer. What? Um, you know how like movie trailers will pop, oh. pop Ooh. up? Ooh. Ooh. Don't like that. I have nightmares. Okay. <laughs> What do sea monsters eat? Tentacle, teeth, claws. <laughs> I was like seaweed, <laughs> sea foam, moss, 
sea monsters eat. You're not going to get it. I don't know. Fish and ships. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> That's not at all where I was going. Oh, that was so good. Guys, if you made it to the dad joke, you already know. We love you the mostest. Follow us on social. Send us your stories. It doesn't matter if they're funny or serious. We'll take all of them. Yes, uh, be sure to rate, review, share, and um, send our podcast to your friends and family. Yes. And uh, we'll talk to you in the next episode. We'll see. Bye. Bye. Bye.